Welcome to another episode of Social Media Currency. My name is Gordon So, and I'm your host here at Social Media Currency. And today we're going to be reading a chapter from Landed for Success. Chapter 10, Lettuce, Graduation, and Gamma Rays by Judith Shonwell. The most contagious act is still to think for yourself aloud. Coco Chanel. The sun's rays collided with the impeccably clean glass, spreading glitters throughout the room. The chorus of birds sang a masterpiece, an opera only understood and appreciated by them. I woke up with an indescribably feeling mixed with excitement, sadness, joy, and anticipation. I stretched, took my time to take in all the glitter, sounds, and colors around me. It was no ordinary Friday. It was May 9th, 1986, the day we got nuked. As an 18-year-old, I was oblivious to what was happening globally and didn't pay too much attention to the news. I was getting ready for my big day graduation. In Hungary, where I grew up, there's this beautiful and touching tradition where 12 graders are literally sent on their way to the big world by their teachers in the lower grades. The whole school was enveloped in beautiful flowers. The staircases were covered with lilacs. The graduates, bamboozled by all the attention, were getting ready to say good, goodbye in their respective classrooms. Every one of us was wearing our custom-made uniforms and little handmade bags. In a single file, we were walking into every class. In the hallway, excited parents, grandparents, siblings, friends, and for some of us, love interests lined up wanting to catch a glimpse of us. It was customary to give beautiful flower arrangements. A graduate's popularity and wealth were measured by the number of bouquets they received. Judging by the amount I received, I was neither popular nor wealthy. I saw my mom and grandmother tearing up. Even my third grade teacher came to see me to share my joy. I was joyous because May 9, 1986 marked the first day of my quest for total freedom. Nothing could stand between me and my desire to erupt and leave the confines behind, or so I thought. Somehow, the Soviet Union managed to rain on my parade, literally and metaphorically, with a radioactive cloud overshadowing the very weekend of my graduation ceremony. Hungary was the next station of the nuclear meltdown of the Chernobyl power plant. My very desire to break free, as Freddie Mercury so eloquently sang, was crushed by unrelenting gamma rays. Little did I know, 1986 would mark the beginning of the end. So, where was I? Oh yeah, my big day. As we walked by classrooms and elaborate flower arrangements, my spirit started to soar. I was elated. Finally, I was done with four years of trudgery, a less than appreciative class and an even more oppressive teaching staff. I was sniffing freedom through a disguised nuclear veil. The day gave away tonight and our class went to serenade our teachers all night long. A steady drizzle embedded the radioactive residue coming from the east. We sang and drank fearless through the night. 
didn't notice the eerie silence and worry around us. At the crack of dawn, we passed by the market where older women tried to sell their produce. They looked at us with a bit of envy. They recognized the invincibility of youth. We marched through the market like conquerors, not noticing the fear and sadness surrounding us. The only clue that was obvious to us is the price of lettuce. It was way too cheap. Some farmers were ready to give it to us for free. But we didn't need lettuce, rather some coffee and food. We've been up all night, roaming the streets of Budapest, relishing the last remnants of our of pure joy. We didn't know that those green leaves were soaking up radiation like a sponge thrown into the water. And we didn't know, we didn't care. The spring rays of early May mingled with the gamma rays released from Chernobyl. It signaled the beginning of a new order. Little by little, the light shone through the cracks, revealing the ugly truth behind our childhood. As Chernobyl took its last breath, so did the regime. We were coming of age in the wake of a nuclear disaster. I got home around 6 a.m. Grandma Ibby was waiting for me with a warm breakfast. She looked at me half scared, half curious. She wanted to ask me about the night, but retreated. After breakfast and a hot shower, she told me we have to go to the market. I pleaded with her not to go, but in the end, I gave in. I have been up nearly 40 hours straight at that point, and my first exam was on Monday. We took the subway to the market. People were subdued. Where was the buzz of the weekend? The market seemed like a ghost town. The same older women from the villages desperately tried to sell the vegetables, but there were no takers. At that very moment I knew, I must get out. I didn't know exactly how I would do it, but I was certain I would not stay here a minute longer than necessary. My plan remained a secret. The old regime may have been on its deathbed, but its servants could still harm my family and me if they were aware of what I was up to. So I, I went along with the plan, finished my final exams, applied to law school, and pretended that everything was just fine. It took me three long years of planning, recon, and some more planning. But May 31st, 1989 marked my liberation with nothing more than two suitcases and $120 in my pocket, I arrived in Windsor, Ontario. In the next five and a half years, I managed to receive my honors, BA in Communication Studies, and I was able to get to know one of the most influential people of my entire existence, my grandmother, Olga. I made lifelong friendships that withstood the test of time. But most important of all, I became a Canadian. The Maple Leaf became embedded into my very being, traveled with me across continents, and stuck with me while starting a family in a less than perfect but exciting place. It carried me through tough times and gave me this sliver of hope when all seemed to be lost. Canada, you gave me the greatest love the opportunity to become who I have always been, an independent, creative, funny, adventurous, self-expressing artist. 
IOU. Well, once again, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the story by Yudish Shonwong, please visit Amazon and purchase a copy of Landing for Success. I'll promise you, you will fall in love with all 18 authors and their stories. And their stories will uplift and inspire you, and you will find your Landed for Success story inside one of their stories. So once again, thank you for so much for being here. Have an amazing day. And until the next time, I look forward to seeing you in our next chapter.